Welcome to the Life's a Pitch podcast, the show where we pitch the best movies that will never get made. I'm Tom McGrath. And I'm Matt Turner. This is the podcast where we ask you, the listener, to give us a title of a movie that doesn't exist. Yet. We then collaborate to create a pitch for that movie, complete with casting, story beats, and sometimes even marketing. Without further ado, this week's main feature is... 400,000 bees attack the Vatican. 400,000 bees attack the Vatican. Yes. Okay. Yeah, yeah. That's They're just insects. the headline. Yeah. <laughs> I'm reading the newspaper. <laughs> and I'm like, wow, that's... Uh... 20, 2021 really took a turn. <laughs> First week of 2021... MAGA attacks the capital, 400,000 bees attack the Vatican. (laughs) Vatican. Good grief. Yeah. Um, Thank you to Captain Eden for giving us that title. They got in touch with us on Twitter. You can find us at Life's a Pitch Show on Twitter. You can also find us to give us titles on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash Life's a Pitch podcast. So, as you probably guessed by the title we've been given... We're pitching uh, movies about very small countries. (laughs) Yes. Also, very small beasts. beasts. Mini beasts, if you will. Mini beasts. <laughs> we we utter those non-pedantic children insects. <laughs> we we realised that we'd asked for insect movies, and then we also wanted to include spiders. Yes. Mini beasts. <laughs> Mini beasts. It's fun to say that. To be it honest. is. Mini it is. <laughs> anyway. Let's, um, let's pitch some movies. Let's pitch some insect, insect movies. movies. It's just us this week. We're doing mini beast movies. Uh, thank you, Captain Eden, for giving us that title. 400,000 bees attack the Vatican. Should be an interesting time. Uh, but before that, what we're going to do is pitch a few more movies based on titles people have given us on the social media. Yes. So from Ross Originals, we've got A Game of Crickets. A Game of Crickets. Okay. All right. So the the main problem you've got mm. if you're playing cricket against any kind of long-legged insect yeah. is that you're going to get a lot of LBW, leg before wicket problems. Yeah, yeah, because they can't stretch out the bat in front of their legs. Exactly. So it's, it's hard. Leg before wicket. Yes. So how are we going to play this, Matt? Um, a game of crickets. Yeah. Right. I think, okay... I think America has heard that um, cricket is the biggest game in, in several continents. Yeah, yeah. It's not. It is. It's... it's no, it is. It best not be. <laughs> it's, it's pretty big in, like, Pakistan. Actually, yeah, yeah. <laughs> India and Pakistan and Australia. Yeah. I think they're the ones... It's pretty big. They're the ones where it's like that's their national sport, and and America's like, listen, I know we said we've got the you know we've got the World Series for baseball, but have you have you looked at the ratings, the world ratings? <laughs> no one's watching. Yeah, says no uh, one is what no else no one else is watching baseball. Says um, uh, who's who's an exas a good exasperated CEO of baseball. <laughs> Um, Jerry Seinfeld. Jerry Seinfeld. No one's watching. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And uh, and what about this sport? That's exactly baseball. Oh no! Wait, hang on. They're not running around in a circle. They're running 
forward and backward. Well, uh, uh, sir, Mr. Seinfeld, CEO of baseball, uh, this, this sport is popular on three continents. What? There's more continents than North America? <laughs> exactly. There's a whole, there's a whole world market. out there. There's a whole market we're not getting to. What's this game called? It's called cricket, sir. And then just silence, and then all you can hear in the background is... <laughs> He's like... Like the insects? I presume so. Well, I'm going to so get... It says, says Jeeves, I guess. <laughs> I presume so. <laughs> John Cleese. <laughs> and he's like, right, well, I guess I better get my best scientist, Wayne Knight, on it. <laughs> Why is he here? <laughs> yeah, he's, always a, he's always a scientist. Yeah, he's, 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 the big, he's the big insect. If you want to make an insect bigger or smaller, it's Wayne Knight you need to go to. I don't, I just, I, I, listen, I don't think we're making these insects bigger or smaller. I think th- this is, this is going to be... He just tries to play baseball, but covers the the diamond in in crickets. He's like, hmm. So, right. If if I understand right, England's a pretty old place. Mm. So presumably, and he just assumes, they must have come up with it during the plagues, right? Like the locusts? Why, why not, sir? <laughs> sure, of course. Of course okay, sir. sir. Yes, why not? Well, I can imagine getting pretty good uh, pretty good ratings if you covered the baseball field in, in, in crickets. So it's a bit... Ba- the film is... is, is team play, trying to play baseball. <laughs> he tries to... He's trying to make a league. A baseball <laughs> league. That is... But it's, it's called crickets. <laughs> Because the field is filled with crickets. Yeah. That's the challenge. It's like, he starts the film as well with, with baseballs becomes too easy. <laughs> so he chal- he challenges, no, it's not even that he thinks it's baseball. He thinks he's playing cricket. Yeah. Right? So he challenges Australia, Pakistan, India... He challenges everyone. And it is Ben Mendelsohn, the head of the uh, Australian cricket team, have turned mm. up. They they get here and they're like, oh, right, where's the... Uh, can we uh, do the obligatory inspection of the wickets? Uh, <laughs> this is going to be pretty pretty interesting uh, playing you, uh, you, you Americans in this. You're probably not very good, but we'll give you, go easy on you. The wickets, you say? <laughs> <laughs> you can see his face like... <laughs> the gears are turning. <laughs> Yeah, of course. Uh, and he just goes and gets some wicker. <laughs> he just closes the door. He, just... he closes the door, and that's the last we see of, <laughs> of Jerry Seinfeld. So, no, he we, we, he leaves, right? Yeah. He leaves, and he's just like, is he gone? <laughs> says, says Ben Mendelsohn. He's like, uh, he'll be... Back momentarily, says says John Cleese. And then silence again with crickets in yeah. the background. Like a lot of crickets. Oh, you've really got a, you've got a lot of crickets around here, haven't you? 
I guess, I guess you thought that was uh, that was a joke, uh, and, and he's like, sadly, sir, no. Uh, <laughs> and um, so then they they start like walking out onto the field, and it's just like the, the crickets are getting more and more intense. Yeah, yeah. Uh, as, as they're all dressed in white, and there's a baseball team on the other side, but it's you know instead of the the batter's like visor yeah, yeah. over the helmet, they've got beekeeping like <laughs> equipment. And like that's the that's the American team, yeah. and um uh, and and like <laughs> just they're, they're like, what in the hell's going on? The the sound because they haven't released the crickets yet. The sound is deafening. Yeah. On this on this on this baseball diamond, uh, and uh, and then um, that's when you just hear this this engine going <laughs> as. <laughs> Jerry Seinfeld bulldozes one of the walls of the of the thing with just this enormous wicker ball <laughs> full of crickets. <laughs> Which he sets on fire. <laughs> and just pushes. <laughs> those crickets go mental. <laughs> Like Ben Mendelssohn just getting some in his eyes, like <laughs> just blood covering his face, like ah. This uh, <laughs> is the point at which the 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 Indian and Pakistani and, and, and English teams turn up, and they see like Ben Mendelssohn staggering out of the out of the stadium with like crickets eating him to his to his skeleton. And uh, uh, because, of course, that's what's going to get the ratings, right? They can't because crickets are boring when they don't eat people. Oh, yeah. But when it's a death sport, then you're going to get the ratings. Exactly. And Jerry will get the ratings. <laughs> so he says he's he's in the hospital at the end, like at the end of the film, just like covered in bandages, and and the doctor's talking to his butler, and he's like, "I don't think he's gonna, I don't think he's gonna survive. I think he he wants to." He wants to say his last words to you. He's like, oh, okay, okay. Were the ratings good? Beep. <laughs> it doesn't get the answer. Get the answer. It's, it's the worst. It's the worst possible ending. And uh, and he's like, John Cleese just like puts his hand on Jerry Seinfeld's bruised, bloodied hand and goes, no. <laughs> <laughs> They were. They weren't. You completely misunderstood the point of cricket. You'd, I don't think you understood what sport was, to be honest. <laughs> yeah, and that's the end of the movie. That's the end of the movie. Yep. There we go. <laughs> A game of crickets. <laughs> so from Phil Walters, we've got Dung Beetle Woman. Dung Beetle Woman. Now, yeah. Now, now I've, I've put this in here because I could not, for the life of me, get. Uh, ELO's evil woman out of my head. <laughs> Dung beetle woman. <laughs> that's that's what that's what hit me. That's the uh, that's the main theme to this. Yeah. <laughs> Walking down the street. So it's in the seventies. Yeah, yeah. Um, when are ELO popular? That's the seventies, uh, late seventies, eighties, I believe. Yeah. yeah. Um. So, uh, but like that sort of similar kind of disco vibe. Is yeah, going it's, through the, uh, it's it's you're thinking of like Saturday Night Fever. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. Uh, and the BGS and stuff like that. She, she's strutting down the street, <laughs> pushing this ball of dung <laughs> so this is this is she is already this dung beetle woman <laughs> yeah 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 right it's uh 
It's, um, you can tell by the way I use my walk and warm as much. She's just strutting that everyone's looking at her, holding their nose, just like, oh, God. Yeah. Um, so Liz Hurley pushing this. Liz Hurley, yeah, yeah. Pushing this. Like, I don't think she's got any any sort of like dung beetle features. No, she's just, no, she's just rolling a big <laughs> ball of poo. Rolling this ball of poo down the street. <laughs> this dry ball of poo. I think that's it. That's the movie. <laughs> I think uh, that's the film. Is that for five minutes before a main feature? I think we bring into this. <laughs> Bring into this the, the, the drug culture of the 70s in disco <laughs> towns. Go Everyone's on. blown out their noses with coke. Oh, yeah. So they can't, they can't they can smell. Never a smell. And so, like, so she's just rolling past at the very start of the movie. Yeah. Right? And then we cut away. We cut away to, uh, like, uh, Tom Cruise mm. in this very gritty drug drama yeah. about about the, the, the coke culture in, uh, cocaine culture in, in, in disco. Right? Yeah, and then if, for a full forty-five minutes after that, it's just that it, it's him getting into debt with his dealer, yeah. having to having to do some bad stuff on the side, mm. um, and then like slowly the 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 uh, but really all he wanted to do was dance, and uh, like he um, he he's like, oh man, all the all the clubs are getting taken over by the mob. Mm. The places I can go to dance are getting worse and worse and worse until until suddenly there's a doorway that is there's a there's a doorway <laughs> like in 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 this giant uh, thing that just says like uh, the the roller club. Okay. Right? And Liz Hurley stood outside it and she's like, "New club, no mobsters here." Uh, and he and everyone, all the other dan- disco dancers are, 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 are like, yeah, cool new club. And she just, they, they go in and they're dancing to the music inside. She's got a little hi-fi and she's got yeah. a disco ball inside and stuff. And then she just... <laughs> disco ball yeah, in just, uh, inverted commas. She just closes the door and then just rolls the whole thing away. <laughs> I really like the idea, though, of the film starting with her rolling this ball of shit down the road. Yeah. And it cuts to Tom Cruise's story in which he sort of uh, has a dealings with the mob and, and it all sort of comes to a head in which like the mo- um, some, some hitmen from the mob are pointing guns at him and then suddenly this ball of shit rolls and crushes <laughs> them. And, she's like, and he's like, thanks, dung beetle lady. And she's like, <laughs> no problem, Tom. And, uh, and then <laughs> she just continues rolling. Yeah, and then that's the film. That's yeah. that's what happens. But yeah, I like that as well. She rolls, she rolls them all away yeah. into her into her big tongue ball, <laughs> never to be seen again. She's like the Pied Piper. Yes, that's what it is. <laughs> this is a version of the Pied Piper, Tom. <laughs> She gets brought in. She's the only person who can clean up the city by rolling all the dung away. Yeah. Including the mobsters. And she does so and she says, okay, now pay me. And they're like, nah, you've done the job now. See you later, dung weird, stinky dung lady. And then she's like, and then they're like, oh no. Since she cleaned, cleaned up all the mobsters, all the, all the disco clubs are gone. Mm. And then a, a, a man with a big moustache it's Liz Hurley in a moustache yeah um, is there and with, the, with the big arch and she says ah oh, come into the roller club yeah and they all roller skate inside uh, and then she Start just dancing. closes the door yeah rolls, rolls them away. all away and there that's um, 
that's the version of the Pied Piper as the, <laughs> that we that we do. She gets rid of the mobsters, and then if she doesn't get paid, she'll roll you all the disco dancers away. Brilliant. Don't be a woman. Thanks, Phil Waters, for that title. Okay, so those were all our honourable mentions. Thank you to everyone who's given us titles this week. Remember to go to facebook.com forward slash Life's a Pitch podcast and Twitter at Life's a Pitch show as well. Um, thanks for giving us a follow so far if you have done already. Thanks for giving us titles uh, if you have done already. Um, shall we get on with our major film pitch I this week? I think so. Matt? I think that's a good idea. Okay, so from Captain Eden we've got... 400,000 bees attack the Vatican. Now, my big question here is, Tom, I suppose, yeah. what beef have the bees got with the Vatican? <laughs> and the, th- the best thing I can come up with so far yeah. is that the Pope's hat looks a little bit like a hive. Hmm. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> Maybe there's no bees on any tapestries in the Sistine Chapel. You, you know what you know what it is but yeah. that's true yeah right that 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 is true undisputably true yeah yeah there's no bees cannot dispute that tom yeah um so a long time ago hmm. there was an infestation of bees in in the vatican yeah right just because they do that sometimes right yeah they just they just <clears throat> find a place to be and and one of the big things that um that that sort of that happened was that um, the the place where all the Pope hats were stored, mm. you get one per Pope. Yeah, yeah. Um, that room, of course, of course. That room was irrevocably infested with bees for a while. Yeah, because there was a good, there was a good already built hive, which was yeah. the Pope hat. All of them. Yeah, right? they've got this full storage room yeah. full of the next two thousand years worth of Pope hats, mm. made and blessed individually. And they were being stored in that room, and then the bees descended in the in the eighteen uh, thirties. Yeah. And um, they just had. And so what happens now is that every time a new pope is chosen, the rite of passage is they have to run into the bee room, <laughs> grab their hats, <laughs> and then put it over the fire. Which yeah. is why the, the smoke is what, to get rid of all the bees. To get rid it. of all the bees. And that's the why the smoke, smoke comes up. up. Yeah. No one has said why that smoke goes up. <laughs> yeah. And now we all know why. <laughs> now it's we all know. Because they're getting rid of those it's fucking bees. all the bees. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, you've heard about the bees disappearing in the, in the world, mm. right? It's because they've realised that slowly this central hive, the mother queen, yeah. is being... Um, and I think this is something we'll discover as we go along. Yeah, right? I think this strikes me as a Nick Cage movie. Yeah, Nick Nick Cage <laughs> is a uh, is a Catholic priest that's that's moved to uh, the Vatican because think, he, he's got real real good at being priest. I think he's like a, a Catholic monk of some kind because he works with. I like the idea he's, he does apiary. Like he he's Ooh. an expert, you know. Oh, or is he like Tom Hanks in the Da Vinci Code? Is he like that, like a like a kind of religious cryptologist? I think he's an expert of some kind, either way. Yeah, right. He's going to be the person who's, who's brought in to figure out why um, these bees are constantly attacking the Vatican. Okay, so so he's a beekeeper. Yeah, he is. He is. A, 
Nick Cage is a celebrity beekeeper. Yes, he's a celebrity you, beekeeper. You know how we've he's got like celebrity as... chefs? Yes. Uh, ce- celebrity sports people? Yep. Celebrity beekeeper. Um, he's just written his, his latest book, theorising why the, the bees are disappearing from the world. It's called Bee Kind Rewind. <laughs> All right, sure. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's a retrospective on the the all of things that are at, at all like bees. Yeah, yeah. Right? Be kind. All of be kind. Yeah. It's a be kind retrospective, or as you might, as YouTube puts it, a be kind rewind. Yes. There you go. He's, you've got a good YouTube following. Solved as well. that one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Thanks. <laughs> so, I was just like, what title works? I was like, I'm going to make that into a joke somehow. (laughs) (laughs) So Nick Cage is a celebrity beekeeper known for the most amazing honey. Yeah. Like this honey has given people orgasms. Yes. And and, and, um, it, it was mainly like he's got chefs at his door every day. Yeah. Just like we're putting this honey on everything. Yeah. Like, like, my Italian honey glazed ham says Lloyd Grossman said Lloyd Grossman is possibly the tastiest thing mankind has ever known yeah thanks to your beekeeping skills and your honey how do you do it Nick Cage how do you do it how do you do it well I'll tell you (laughs) this is a weird interview (laughs) between Lloyd Grossman and Nick Cage well I'll tell you. Uh, go on, Nick Cage, <laughs> beekeeper celebrity. How how do you make how do you make the bees make the best honey in the world? I'm nice to the bees. Okay. Thank you. This has been Lloyd Grossman <laughs> on Beekeeping Weekly. You just gotta be nice to them. Otherwise, they're gonna disappear. Alright? Okay, so Nick Cage is—he's an, he's an intense beekeeper. Yeah, he's an intense—he's intense with everyone but the bees. But the bees, who he's quite nice to. He strokes—he strokes each bee's back individually, and and that sort of gets them making honey. I've got an idea here, Tom. It's a bit—it's a—it's a—it's a little bit dangerous. Yeah. <laughs> what of course if, it's dangerous. There's bees. What if, whenever he interacts with bees, we um. We recast him as Jeff Goldblum. So he's like kind of like a Jekyll and Hyde, yeah. Bruce Banner and the they, Hulk. They kind don't of look dissimilar. Yeah, like yeah. they you you could pass one off as the other, but you'd know. You'd they, always know. Yeah, yeah. You'd always know that that and that they're always sort of cast for roles in which they can just play themselves and no one would care. Yeah, exactly. So and and the, and the thing is with that, like. You, you, it's kind of an imaginarium of Dr. Parnassus thing. Yeah. Where we never... It's obvious, mm. but we never make mention of it, really. Yeah, right? so so Nick Cage, public face is, is... Whenever he's talking to people, yeah. Nick Cage. Yeah, yeah. He's doing the whole, like, national treasure asshole thing. Yeah, yeah. Right? He's a real... He's he's horrible to people. Real antisocial guy. <laughs> Um, uh, but like somehow he's got a big YouTube following just because of how good his his honey is and how, what, all the stuff he knows about bees. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then and then uh, 
whenever he speaks to bees and he does talk to them, you get full scenes where he's just chatting to bees. Yeah, and it's just Jeff Goldblum. Yeah. It's like, oh, hi, how, how are you? How are you? Uh, oh, you having a good day? Um, <laughs> little bees? Little bees? I feel like he plays that up so much. Yeah. <laughs> I can't imagine that that's a real person. It's like spindly fingers. Yeah. Jeff Goldblum's spindly fingers just stroking these uh, the oh, furry backs of these bees. How are you doing? Uh, hey. It's me, Jeff Goldblum. I'll be looking uh, at some shoes today. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's the first episode of his Disney documentary series. <laughs> we didn't watch the second one. Um, but, yeah, so uh, anyway, he gets a call to get out to the Vatican, I think. Mm. And, um... <clears throat> and right, there's a, there's a priest there uh, played by Felicity Jones, mm. who absolutely fucking hates him. Yeah. Because that, because as we all know, the Catholic Church hate anything to do with sex. Mm-hmm. When honey's, when honey gave orgasms to people, she was very much against it. Called him out on uh, on social media and on and on the news as well. Just like I fucking hate you. Uh, Nick Cage, beekeeper. Yeah, you, you've ruined, you've ruined young people's lives. You've ruined the faith. More people are leaving because they're having orgasms on your honey. <laughs> no one's going to church anymore on a Sunday. Okay. On a Sunday, everyone just gets a jar of your fucking honey and orgasms for yeah. hours on end. Yeah, and and yeah, you like my chapel went from a congregation of sixty to. Five. There's only five people left yeah. uh, who don't have flipping orgasms. Yeah, yeah. Everyone else is just moaning she's and got screaming. A, she just, she just realized she's got a potty mouth for a priest. <laughs> yeah, well, I think the, the church have got to be a bit more lenient in this time. You know, it's... It, yeah, yeah, they, they don't like people having orga- uh, orgasms, but they're let their, <laughs> their priests are effing and jeffing all over the place. Yeah, yeah, and taking the Lord's name in vain and everything. It's, it's, it's very much a kind of like... It's, it's become a cesspool, the Vatican. <laughs> Aside from no, no one can orgasm. That's what the Vatican is in this movie. Because, because they are unable to get the next... Because, okay, so they, they chose... What's happened is the next the, it, it's a, all on the hush hush. Yeah, yeah. Right. They've sent out for him. Nobody knows this yet. Um, they've sent for for him to to try and solve a Vatican B problem. Right. Yeah. And it turns out that the next chosen pope is dead. Yeah. He ran into the room and got stung to death by bees. Yeah. And now Jeff Goldblum has to try and figure out. What, like what's happened? What's changed? What's changed? Because yeah. because the bees were fine before then. And this is and this is him. Like th- at this point, this is when he discovers that the Vatican has a has, has for two hundred years has had a bee problem. Yeah. Uh, and nobody's known about it. And the, the, he he discovers the truth about like this is the, where he discovers the truth about the white smoke. This mm. is where he discovers the truth about like all the hats that they've made, and they are all little hives full of bees. <laughs> it's it's all it's all coming out. And he's like. He has to sign a non-disclosure agreement before he enters the Vatican, just like, we can't let him. <laughs> exactly, this is all a big secret. <laughs> he's like, it's no wonder the, the the bees are disappearing from the rest of the world. They're all coming here, he says. <laughs> but wait, what's this? 
There's text proving that Jesus didn't exist. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you can you can do what you want with that. Yeah, it's the I, bees. It's the bees, we don't, it's the bees we don't want people talking about. <laughs> <laughs> it's these fucking bees. So um uh he's talking yeah, so like in the meantime, we've got the, the obviously the the papacy is uh, up in arms they're, they're going they're, they're in crisis mm. because the Pope's dead yeah and then the Pope is dead yeah like they can't just choose another one mm. they're prophesied for years in advance right the Pope um, like they can't just choose a Pope willy nilly right so there's a huge political thing going on yeah. right and um, uh, I think uh, who uh, Let's say Jim Broadbent mm. is trying to do a bit of a, a political coup <laughs> to try and, to try and make himself. He's trying to make himself the next pope. Pope, yeah, right. of course, of course. Um, where he wouldn't have been chosen, yeah. But he's been, you know, he's 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 pulling the strings left and right, mm. and he's he's like he knows that if they um, if they let Jeff Goldblum get to the and and uh, uh, and Nick Cage get to the bottom of this. Then. He's just like, well, when they let him in as well, I'm going back to this. Yeah. Like, well, when you when you see the bees, none of your funny stuff, <laughs> none of your funny orgasm stuff, none of that. We don't want any of that. None. Uh, the only thing I can do for um, uh, Jim Broadbent is a West Country accent. None of that stuff. You will have none of that. You're, he's Italian, yeah, isn't he? I know. So he's like, none I... of that stuff. <laughs> none of that stuff with your, your orgasming honey, okay? <laughs> um, Mamma mia, he says. Um... <laughs> Go on. So, so um, like, Jeff Goldblum starts going in and he starts like, he's like, hey, hey, hi, hey, hi, I'm... Uh, did we name this this character? Jeff Goldblum, Nick Cage. Um, That's what we've got at the moment. Uh, how about um, Beefy Chapo? Um, he's called Doctor Beefy Chapo. Doctor Beefy Chapo. Yeah. Um, hey, hi, hey, hi, hey. I'm just here to observe. Uh, just here to um, just get a, get the lay of the land. What do you want? <laughs> what? Says says the collection of bees. They can talk. They swarm like uh, like the end of the Matrix Revolutions into a baby face. Okay. What do you want? Says the baby face. It wasn't where I was going to take it. <laughs> what happens next? <laughs> well, maybe we can merge it in. Uh, <laughs> and uh, and and like you said. Um, beefy Chapo. Yeah. This goes. I'm just. I'm just here to calm you down. I'm just here to calm you down. And and the and the baby face is like, why? Well, you keep you keep killing popes. Uh, this is my domain. I am the Pope. <laughs> the bees are the Pope now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, okay. You know why that is, don't you? Mm. These bees, they're putting hives on top of their heads, these popes. Right. And, like, 
they dig into the Pope's brain. And they're, they're absorbing all, all all the piety. Yeah, all, all the piety. And it's like, you know you know how they say that the Pope is, like, in touch with God? Mm. Um, well, this is the thing. Like, God is nature. Yeah. The bees aren't part of nature. Yeah. They control, like, they, they, they help birth like plants they they, yeah, yeah, they are they are the god in in the machine that is the process of nature exactly exactly so when the popes put that hat on for the first time they dig down into the brain hollow out the people yeah they just thought they were getting rid or, of these or the papal sorry <laughs> hollow out the papal and 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 just sort of like a puppet almost sort of Prop. This is why. This is why you, when you see footage of the Pope, yeah, uh, around flowers, the Pope has to go near them. And he has smell to go them. near them. Yeah, smell all the flowers. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so they, they, we always thought it was just because he was living in the moment, you know, yeah. stopping and smelling the roses. No, he has to smell the roses. He has to smell the roses so that he can pollinate his nose and then go to another, yeah, uh, another uh, plant and sniff that one and pollinate that one. And um, I think, uh, like. At this point, mm. you know, Jeff Goldblum is just finding out that actually, you know, that, that while not God, these bees are a conduit to God. Yeah, yeah. Right? Um, they are the most pure force of Christianity <laughs> in the world. Yeah. Um, in comes Jim Broadbent with all the, the sticks that they burn to smoke out the... Um, to smoke out the, the the bees from the hat yeah. and he just starts like blowing all this smoke through the room he's like no what are you doing oh my god you're gonna kill us all uh says says uh nick cage yeah um and uh, uh like and the bees just go absolutely crazy yeah yeah they start they just just billow more than they'd ever seen mm. like more more than uh, jeff goblin had, had had seen before than beefy uh, Chapo yeah. had had ever seen uh, like previously, just funnel out four hundred thousand of them. Yeah, um, uh, funnel out of the main. Uh, it's like it because obviously it's been white smoke up until this point. Yeah, uh, up, up above the Vatican, and it cuts to like a news broadcast yeah. of them electing the new pope, and yeah. it's like, oh, the the conclave is the conclave is about to is about to end as announce the new pope. <laughs> Yeah. We should be seeing that smoke any time now. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> what is that? It's bees. <laughs> Just firing up over the over the Vatican, and I think uh, is it say attacks the Vatican? The actual title of the movie. Uh, yeah, attacks the Vatican. Attacks the Vatican. Um, I think they start like picking buildings up, like just this enormous swarm of bees starts like picking up singular buildings and just flying them off into the sky. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And we've got to throw in <laughs> the priests hating the honey because of orgasms. Well, th- yeah, and, definitely. And I'm thinking these bees can only be sort of harmed by the resident frequency <laughs> person makes when they orgasm. I think um, we don't need to harm the bees. Because, yeah, yeah. of course, the bees are an un- unbeatable power. We just need to disperse them. Yeah, we know, right? not even disperse We just yeah. need to get them back on side. <laughs> and, and what is... Back to the status quo. Yeah, and what has... And what has, Je- what has Jeff Goldblum done? But he's brought a bunch of his, his best brill honey. Oh, 
So he, like, uh, although he hasn't got any with him, so he puts mm. the call out to uh, a, a vast network yeah. of cameos from... <laughs> TV chefs. Yeah, yeah. So we've got Gordon Ramsay, yeah. Jamie Oliver, yeah. Guy Fieri. Yeah. Um, Lloyd Grossman's Lloyd back. Lloyd Grossman's yeah. back, yeah. Um, who else? <laughs> who else does... does, does uh, Heston Blumenthal. Heston Blumenthal. He's made a, a, a jus out of frozen honey in uh, and salmon. Yeah. Cake Boss. Uh, Cake Boss. He's on there. Even, like... Uh, Nigel Ung is there. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's cooking uh, uh, egg fried rice with uh, with uh, the honey. With the honey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like a sort of um, that they all parachute in because they've got a, a private plane that that there's like a secret team of of celebrity <laughs> chefs. They all it's look- like the Avengers, but the celebrity chefs They're from all around the world. And I think like even even like um, what's the kid from uh, Linguini from Ratatouille turned yeah. up full uh, animated. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. You've they got, all they all get the call. Yeah, yeah. You've got you've got the ragu man is there. <laughs> you got Nathan Lane from Mouse Hunt. Yeah, they all he's get a chef, the, isn't he? Is he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because uh, at the end they make the good cheese <laughs> with the mouse. They all turn. They all rock up with just trolleys full of honey. And Nick Cage is like, "Thanks, guys. Uh, I, I'm so glad. I was uh, I was." Put back into your ranks, because <laughs> he was dismissed because of the orgasm, honey. Yeah, yeah he was. Um, and uh, and at this point, um, the honey, the, the bees have landed on the honey, and they're like, mm, oh, "This is pretty good." Oh, oh my god, this is amazing! Right? Is that what and the bee baby that's says? That's what the bee baby says. Yeah, yeah. Right, and then of course. Jim Broadbent's back with his with his posse of terrible people. Yeah, yeah. Terrible priests, right? And they fire a rocket launcher at the at the honey, <gasps> and it blows up and it blasts up into the air. Right, yeah. it just scatters everywhere. And the and suddenly the baby's like, oh no, I what was I? I was enjoying that. Oh my god, I was enjoying that. I'm gonna kill you all. And then uh, and then suddenly, like, all the flowers start. It starts landing on all the flowers in the yeah. in the in the, in the, in the all gardens. The honey, the honey yeah. starts the, the vaporized honey yeah. starts landing in the gardens of the of, of of the Vatican City, right? And all the all the all of the uh, flowers start going poof, 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 like yeah. it, like and it's like bum bum ba 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 eighteen twelve over sure starts yeah, happening yeah. as pollen just blasts into the yeah. air. More, more honey is just getting splattered all over the place. Yeah. It's going on all these priests' faces, and they're, <laughs> they're just bursting into orgasms. Like it's, it's fucking wild. We, we and with each, and you know how in eighteen twelve overture it's like uh, there's cannon shots. They're like the big boom, yeah, boom, yeah, boom, but and every every single one of those cannon fires that's supposed to happen, we cut to a different priest who's going. <laughs> <laughs> While the pollen is blasting up into the air, and then all the all the bees are like, "Oh my god, there's so much pollen in the air! Yeah. Nature is healing." <laughs> so how does this film end? That's it. That's it. That's, that's the climax it. of the movie. That's it. The, definitely the that's climax. The climax of the movie. And um, uh, and the world becomes accustomed to bees being the Pope. 
The bees aren't in hiding anymore. No. Every every Christmas when Christmas mass is done, it's done by this giant swarm of <laughs> bees, bees in a yeah. baby face. They don't need they don't need amplification. They don't need a TV. <laughs> they can be seen from all over Europe, just in the air. <laughs> so yeah, they they sort of take over the the priests in churches and everything like that and and the whole catholic church is uh is now bees is now bees yeah yeah uh well that's the b plot <laughs> What's what about the a there? plot <laughs> oh, ho, ho. Oh. oh very funny very clever had, had that one saved up for a while <laughs> um yeah well, well you would have won you won the yes very clever but let's find out uh who actually won it after uh at the end of the show yeah uh, these after these messages so uh <laughs> thank you to captain eden who gave us that title, 400,000 Bees Attack the Vatican. <laughs> uh, I hope you enjoyed. Yeah. I hope everyone else did as well. Um, so thank you for that. And thank you for everyone. Uh, thank you to everyone who gave us titles uh, this week and have been giving us titles since the beginning. Uh, yes. Um, and if you have enjoyed the show, um, like we hope you have, then you might uh, consider sharing it with your friends. Um, uh, just like... If you'd have found the best honey in the world um, and you wanted to, to tell all your friends about it, you might you might give them some. Well, how about you play this podcast to someone else? Yeah, yeah. Um, and, uh, and 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 see if it, it floats their boat. Yeah. Um, uh, and uh, you'll have been doing it. You'll have done us a, a wonderful favor if you do so. Um, and if you are, already have done that, or if you want to support in a different way, you can always go over to patreon.com forward slash Life's a Pitch podcast. Um, and uh, that's it. That is a site where you can basically support the people who. Make things that you like. Um, mm. Loads of uh, different artists and 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 uh, podcasters and media producers, not that sort of thing. Have one. Uh, it's really easy to sign up, and if you do so, you can not only help us out by giving us a little bit of money each month, uh, but you can also get bonus stuff for yourself. Mm. Um, so uh, head on over to patreon.com forward slash Life's a Pitch Podcast if you'd like to do something like that, yeah. um, uh, you, and you will also get your name read out every week. Yeah, um, more of more of us, and you also get your name read out. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, uh, and so, uh, thanks to all these people, that is, Brandon Spanky Mills. When the cosmic dragon arrives, her cleansing fire will breathe life into the bisque eggs. Mr. Beakfuss, we've been successful. Yesterday's glemule is gone, and today's glemule is tomorrow. Jeremy Elkayam. Stephen D. Thomas. Fingers to hand. The timeulator just pooped a little message out. Beware 400. Call the time primister. James Delaney. Brondra, he's gone. You have to move on. What do you fancy for dinner? Pull them, gather the children and head south. The bus queep horn has risen. Brent Black. We have to flee to Polvonia. All of the conventional cities are weeping. The last meal approacheth. The council is ready. Praise 400. Your mysterious benefactor. Joseph Hegarty. Mighty Primistant. Primsident. We are detecting record levels of glemule in every time stream. We have to call Petvis. Frank, Frankie Chonky Monkey, the Funky Chunky Monkey. Jimmy, you have to help me stop your son. I'm sorry, I didn't go back far enough. We have to take him and his company down. Welcome to the Bisque Vengeance. Alex <laughs> NSFW. Carl, the tests are conclusive. You seem to be immune to jumbling. We could use this. Nikki Hindmarch. Operator, get me an address for Davy Benzo Felix. We need a hacker. Matt, I don't know what a podcast is, but I think we should make one. Eden MW and Tom, let's make it a, let's make it movie related, whatever it is. 
thank you to all those people. And uh, we end the show, as we always do, with the Yes Very Clever Award, which is someone who's given us a title based around an existing title. Just made a little little joke, little pun about it. Uh, there's two winners this week. Mm. Um, so from Reese Howe, we've got Buggy Malone. Buggy Malone's good! And from Phil Walters, we've got Beetlejuice. <laughs> Until next week, I've been Tom McGrath. I've been Matt Turner. Remember who pitched it. Yeah.